Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Yo, what up? Welcome to Tevez of the Best. Today is Tuesday, November 17, 2020. My name is JC Tevez. Welcome to the podcast about my life and nothing else. But stick around. You might learn something new like the internet for Converge has been out the whole day. Does anyone have Converge internet? You know, I've always... Spoken, spoken, speaking, speaking, high praise. I've always spoken high praise about Converge ICT or whatever the name of the internet company is. Because for the last five years, give or take, I've had maybe disconnection issues maybe three times. Five years, not bad. Uh, The speed is always reliable for the most part. But for the first time in five years, Converge went down for a while and it wasn't i thought it was an isolated incident i thought it was just me but no it went down across like everywhere north luzon south luzon and also i have a question real quick because i was checking you on twitter where do you go when things go wrong you know not the hospital you go to twitter bro (laughs) no i I went on twitter and converge was trending so i was like okay cool so i know now that it wasn't just me but then Converge issued a, a statement maybe an hour ago. I'm recording this at nine in the evening ish, about an hour or two ago, and they said that uh, service has been restored in North and Central Luzon. I was like, "Are we not part of like Central Luzon?" But then they issued a separate statement for uh, NCR. So I was like, "Oh, okay, it's probably different." But I felt like, "Aren't we part of Central Luzon?" Well. I just wanted to know. Maybe you guys could give me an answer. Message me on Instagram. So, yeah, that happened. Converge still out as of now. I don't know. I'll get home. Hopefully, it'll be back. They said it should be restored within the hour, at least in, in NCR. So, that was – we'll see when I get home. Uh, so, now I'm just here chilling out, talking to you guys about my day. Sorry I didn't release on Friday. I know, JC, you promised us Friday. But last Friday was a clusterfuck in the worst possible way. You know, Typhoon uh, Ulysses hit hard. And honestly, I forgot. Like, it completely forgot. I, I don't have an excuse. I don't have a... I'm not going to try to justify. I forgot because, dude, the wind was blowing hard. Like, it was so scary. And, you know, things were going on in, around the Philippines. And, diba? I mean, it was just like, what a shitty, shitty... um what a shitty day that was. And, uh, you know, the recovery process right now, just watching, it's just, damn, it's, it's hard. So hopefully things get right. We talked about it in Hala Hala Show. By the way, Mix 95 is out. If you want to listen, we talked about, see, I'm ready. I'm prepared. I told you, if I don't release on the previous, you know, day, I'm going to come prepared. That's my promise to you now. So on Hala Hala, Mix number 95, we talked about what's going on with, like, Colorette. You ever hear, you see that hashtag boycott Colorette. We talked about Catriona Gray being called out for not being here uh, in the country uh, instead of going, you know, she went to Colombia instead of hanging out here for, you know, stuff like that. And then we also talked about Netflix, Netflix, um, about their like their channel, their proposed plans for a channel. So we talked about that on Mix95. Please check it out. Also, Lecheka, Hala Hala Show, Lecheka, where we answer your questions. Rika and I answer your questions is out tomorrow. Okay. Um... 
But I have stuff to talk about, okay? Over the weekend, I did play Call of Duty Warzone. I know you don't care, but I am three wins away from 200. I told you a few, I think last week I said I was close to 200. I'm close. Uh, two, <laughs> three more left, baby. And I played this morning and then Converge cut out since I, was, so I wasn't able to play. Mm, and I just, I love that game, dude. I fucking love it as much as I some days I hate it because I keep losing or it's just it's just frustrating. I love that game so much. I love it. Um, what else did I want to share with you guys? Okay, so I have here yesterday on my IG story. Oh, on my IG stories, I found some some old photos of myself and brought back some memories about my time here in the last five years. Did you guys know I was I, I was in a Mikey Bustos music video? Uh, I have a friend. Her name is Ara Castro. She's a she was a model in that video as well, and we met actually Ara and I met on uh, my first ever. Wait, no, it wasn't my first ever. It's like my second or third commercial, and it was for something on TFC called Mabuhay Manor. I don't know if you could find it on YouTube. They dress me up like Ricky Ray. <laughs> Ricky Ray is bro. Nothing wrong with Ricky Ray. I'm just saying like I. They dress me up with like uh. I think it was like a fedora and like a cravat or a scarf. Like, this is the stuff that I would never wear. Not because I don't think, you know, I'm just, I don't wear that stuff. If you know me, I don't wear that stuff. Let me, let me YouTube it. Mabuhai Manor. Let's see if the commercial is on YouTube. I think this is it, man. From four years ago? Wait, 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 wait. They have a, they have a song too. Mabuhai! Is this it? No, this is not it. Sad. Not it. Oh, wait! Yes, there is! The Mabuhai Manor in Pasay City. Go on YouTube. That's the name of the, that's the title of the video. <laughs> wait, dude, I haven't seen this, this video in years, man. Look, they've got a cute song. Mabuhai! Yeah, go watch it. Uh, this, this white guy in this video, I am, I, you know, it's, there's a white guy in this video. His name is Daniel. I remember that. Cool guy. I met him at several castings in the past when I first started. I wonder whatever happened to him. I, I remember his story was that he was just vacationing and his friend just set him up with an agent. And you know, that guy can't legally work. He's not Filipino. So, you know, you know, that's just how the casting industry goes here. Sometimes they'll just pay you, man. They'll pay you under the table and shit like that. But, uh, watch this video. I have a scene where I jump. Dude, where is my cravat? Oh, they took it off. I had a cravat and then they took it off. I guess there are scenes where I was wearing it. So yeah, anyway, if you see in the video, there's a girl there also. Her name is Ara. And, uh, she was the one who who hit me up, say, "Hey, JC, do you want to be in a music video, uh, Mikey Bustos?" And I I knew Mikey Bustos, not not personally, but I knew of his videos even when I lived in the U.S. Because you know it's Mikey Bustos. If you're Phil Am, you probably can relate to his stuff or, or or heard of him on YouTube even way back in the day. Did you guys know he's really into ants? By the way, I don't know why I know this. I, I think I did some research on him. He has like a Ant Colony YouTube channel where he just talks about ants and caring for ants. It's really, it's like, it's kind of weird, right? I, which goes to show that, you know, these, these, uh, is Mikey Bustos a celeb? I, I call him a celeb or like, you know, minor celeb that these, these people have, uh, you know, hobbies of their own. They're not just glitz and glamour. 
So yeah, there, there, I found some old photos. I also found one of me in my, uh, Regal Entertainment, not the Regal Entertainment here, but in, in the States, I worked at a movie theater under the, uh, head, the company, the name of the company is Regal Entertainment Company, which is actually just a movie theater company. And I found a cool little photo of me in the break room eating. I think it was eating. No, I wasn't eating popcorn, but there's, there are boxes there where we would eat our popcorn that we would get for free. Good times, man. Uh, also, I updated everyone on IG, my personal IG, about my hair growth. And I'm super, you know, yesterday, for some reason, my hair looked extra sexy. You know, like the Prince Charming where you, you, you flip your hair. That shit. I was like, damn, my hair looks nice today, man. I'm close, guys. <clears throat> I'm close. Um, I'm close <laughs> to getting it um, to where I want it to be. I did the math, uh, give or take, I think it's gonna take another six months. Because the hair on the side of my head is about three inches. So I needed to get to at least average Pinoy length. You know? What is average Pinoy? Five inches? For it to be, uh, hard and, uh, not hard enough. <laughs> for it to be long enough. For my satisfaction. For my pleasure. Five inches. Size doesn't matter, right? Um, <laughs> yesterday, also on, at work, Ria and I interviewed a local band called One Click Street. They have a new song called SSH, which I actually really like, man. So I added it to the Hala Hala Show playlist if you want to go check it out. Hala Hala Show Mix on Spotify. We have a playlist there where Rika and I add our songs, favorite songs. We have 69 songs in there on rotation. On purpose, all right? You're so mature, 69. Whoa. Really cool, really cool, really cool group. And, uh, okay. And, you know, let's, let's talk about, let's talk about what else did I have prepared here. Speaking of Spotify and music, I saw a shower thoughts on Reddit. You know, if you ever heard of shower thoughts, it's kind of like those mind blowing thoughts that are, that you come up with in the shower. And it said something like, the reason why old, People feel like old music or like classic music is better than, let's say, current music is because we forget about all the bad songs. Like the old, all the bad songs of that time are forgotten. It makes a lot of sense to me, right? Right? Doesn't that make, doesn't that blow your mind in some little, little way? You know, like a shower thought. Think about it. Cause when you were growing up, there were a lot of shitty songs, right? But we don't really remember them. We only remember the hits. You know, we remember Smash Mouth and All Star. Great song. But there are other songs that came out of that time that were not good. I would say if TikTok existed at, during the, you know, the mid nineties, early two thousands, the song, you know, like Nelly's Hot in Here would probably be a huge TikTok song. I mean, it probably still could because, you know, it's still a popular, it's been a popular song. But, you know, if, if it came out back then, but then there are a lot of shitty songs too. So I, I know I, I, and actually I am, uh, I'm guilty of this. I fucking always say I hate the music today because it all sounds the same. But then if you think about it, early 2000, mid 2000s, so a lot of the music also kind of sounded the same. It was just a different sound, right? But I really hate a lot of today's music, and I work at a pop station, dude. I, I cannot, and I'll, I'll say this to you guys. I think I've told you guys this before, but when I listen to music now, I don't recognize artists anymore. 
I recognize maybe like the sounds, it sounds similar. You know, it sounds like, oh, it sounds like this guy. Or, I mean, I guess in that, in, in that way, I recognize some artists. But, you know, there's like, oh, that sounds like Billie Eilish. That sounds like Kehlani. But then there are a lot of, I wouldn't say copycats because I maybe like inspired artists. There are a lot of artists who are, have been inspired by certain sounds. So it's either you sound like Laney, you know, Laney and Lauv. You know, if you if you sound like them, it's like the sad pop, sad pop, sad boy pop. Uh, and when it comes to girls, it's either like female singers. It's like um, I get Kehlani, you know, the the R and B kind of vibe, the Kiana Valenciano sound, or the the TikTok sound. There's like a TikTok sound. You know what I mean? There's like a, I don't know, maybe I'm just, I'm just overthinking it. And, you know, it's just survivor bias, right? You ever read about, I forgot what book I was reading where they talk about survivor bias, but survivor bias is like we only remember the ones that survived. Uh, not necessarily life or death kind of situation, but in terms of this, in this scenario, the old hits, we remember the ones that kind of made it, you know, the hits that made it. We don't remember the songs that fell to the wayside. I guess the same thing with movies. Uh, yeah, some people say, oh, I love the movies from the golden era of, of cinema, which is what, the 50s? Those movies suck, man. I'm just kidding. Um, oh, how did I get onto that topic? Uh, back to where I was going. Okay. Let's, let's go. I have, I have, uh, other stuff here to talk about. I, I found some stuff on Yahoo News. Who remembers going to yahoo.com? Like, on purpose. Do you guys remember? Do you remember? Ever going to yahoo.com? I, I, some of you have Yahoo Mail, which I had one, but I never used it. But if you did not have Yahoo Mail, please tell me the last time you, with full intention, you know, with full conviction said, I'm going to go to yahoo.com today and check out what's on the website on the front page. It's been a while. I used to check it out for news though. Way back in the day when I was younger, I would go to yahoo.com and see, see the articles on the front page. But who really uses Yahoo anymore? Does anybody? Most people how, how do you how do you consume your news now? Reddit, right? <laughs> Reddit, Google News maybe. <clears throat> I know there's some news aggregator websites and apps where there's a fantastic one. I don't know if it's still available, but it it was oh, I forgot it was called. It used to be on my iPad in in college. It was like Wonder, but not Wonder. It sounded like Wonder. Where it collates all the news articles from different publications and online sources. You know, I'm going to look it up. News aggregator apps. I wonder if it's still there. So there's, oh, Flipboard. That's, I think that's what it was. Flipboard. If it wasn't Flipboard, it was something similar to Flipboard. Great, great. Like you can, you can even add it, like add, um, you know, your hobbies and stuff that it'll curate the stuff that it uh you know that it that you like and will give you news about it in the you know in the app it's great it's great here you can just go google just google news aggregator apps and uh, they give you 12 i'm not going to list them all some of oh there's reddit there's tweetdeck google news apple news blah 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 blah, blah. Uh, so anyway, back to, back to, I'm not really shitting on Yahoo. I'm just saying, like, who goes on Yahoo? I don't even know how I got onto Yahoo. I think it was like an ad that I clicked that took me to Yahoo or, or like a link that brought me to Yahoo. Maybe they're, they're doing that now. Mm. And this one from Prince Charles. 
apparently told Princess Diana that he didn't love her the day before their wedding. What? Prince Charles? Prince Charming? Prince Charles reportedly told Princess Diana he didn't love her right before they tied the knot in July 1981. And Charles didn't want to go into the wedding on a false premise, said Diana's friend Penny Thornton. Who is that? Diana allegedly told Thornton that she considered not attending the wedding after the devastating revolution. Prince Charles and Princess Diana's grand royal wedding on July 29, 1981 seemed the stuff of fantasy. I'm reading this verbatim. But according to one of Diana's friends, the reality was far from picture perfect. Penny Thornton, an astrologer that Diana sought advice from. Oh, oh, it's like Master Hans, man. <laughs> Master Hans, cool, bro. Made a startling revelation in new in a new documentary on ITV, The Diana Interview, Revenge of the Princess. <laughs> what? <coughs> That's a badass title. Uh, so you got Apparently he said that he did he didn't love her. What a fucked up thing to do right right before your wedding. But 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 you gotta admit the 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 message behind it, or not the message, but the um his motivation behind it. He said he didn't want to go into the wedding on a fel- false premise. It's honorable. It's 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 uh it's something that I feel like a prince would do. You know, if you don't, because how did they meet? Right? Did they meet? Are they, are they, uh, you know, cause she's a princess or what is she? What was, what was Princess Diana before she was a princess? She was like a duchess. I don't, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. I, she's from Wales though. I know that. Diana, princess of Wales, was a member of the British royal family. She was the first wife of Charles, prince of Wales, the heir apparent to the British throne, mother of the sexiest prince for me, Prince Harry, and that, uh, Prince William, who I think is ugly as fuck. Um, <laughs> did he cheat on his wife i don't really believe that but i don't know i'm not defending the guy i'm just saying how come it wasn't bigger news if he really did cheat on uh kate middleton was it kate middleton yeah prince harry though he got megan markle and she's a babe you ever watch suits kind of she's kind of hot in that show uh diana was born into british nobility and grew up close to the royal family on the sandringham estate the youngest daughter of John Spencer, 8th Earl of Spencer. What is an Earl? Let's go find out. What? Do you guys know? I know you guys don't know. What does the Ur- what does an Earl do? There we go. See? It's, a, it's the first result on Google. So a lot of people. The Earls have the authority to reign over their lands and also the right to judge in the courts of their provinces. The Earls are also responsible for collecting the taxes and fines from the populace in their rule and received a third penny or a third of the sum. Oh. So it's like senators here in the Philippines. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> ah, take a little off the top there, right? Huh? Diva? One thing kick back? Just kidding. Don't anti-terror law me, okay? Mm. Anyway, I just want to... How did they meet, though? That's what I want to know. Engagement and wedding. Okay. Their engagement became official on Feb 24, 1981. Diana selected a large engagement ring. Oh, she selected it. That's a nice little perk, right? Okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go, guys. Here we go. Lady Diana first met Charles, Prince of Wales, the Queen's eldest son and heir apparent, when she was 16 in November 1977. So three, four years before they got engaged. So she was 20 when she got engaged. Oh, wow. 
He was then dating her older sister. What? Lady Sarah. Did you guys know? I did not know that. Prince Charles was dating Princess Diana's older sister, Lady Sarah. Prior to them. What? That's like a porno that I would stream for free. They were guests at a country weekend during the summer of 1980 when she was watching him play polo and wanted to caress his horse. No, and he took a serious interest in Diana as a potential bride. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh, okay, no, no, I thought he was still there. Okay, so in 1977, they met, but he was dating the sister Sarah, Lady Sarah. But in 1980, that's when he's like, I want the younger sister of the girl I used to bang. Um, the relationship progressed when he invited her abroad, aboard, rather, the Royal Yacht Britannia for a sailing weekend. Can you imagine? Like, is that the ultimate panty dropper i don't think it is because i hate the ocean but would that get you off you know all the ladies who listen to this podcast or even the guys who listen to this podcast if a guy asks you hey do you want to come aboard my royal yacht and sail to cows where is cows c-o-w-e-s cows is an english seaport town okay so basically would you like to sail to boracay or no no not boracay what's the other one the, the one where you have to pay the bali sit. Okay. They say, hey, baby. Hey, baby. You want to get on my royal yacht? I'll, I'll sail you to bali sin. Would that do it for you? Would that be enough to be like, just make me queen, baby? Um, this was followed by an invitation to Balmoral, which is the, the royal family Scottish resident. I looked it up. Uh, I'm looking at the picture right now. It just looks like a... Nice little castle that you made on Minecraft. To meet his family one weekend in November 1980, Lady Diana was well received by the Queen, the Queen Mother, and the Duke of Edinburgh. Prince Charles subsequently courted Diana in London. Oh, okay, so he wasn't courting yet until he got her on the boat. And then it was approved by the Queen, the Queen Mother, and the Duke of Edinburgh. The Prince proposed, proposed on Feb 1981. And Lady Diana accepted. But why did he tell her that he didn't love her? I don't know if this is confirmed, by the way. This is just, just from that one astrologer lady who was a friend of Diana. Who could be, um, who could be just like trying to throw flame on fire. Who knows? Maybe it wanted, it made, made the documentary. What's it called? Revenge of the, the Princess or whatever? That's a cool title. But you know, with a title like that, you gotta have something abrasive. You know, something that, to, 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 Hurt people or to, to get people talking. What's that song? What's that? Anna? The Kanye West, uh, uh, Jay-Z the, from Blades of Glory. It's provocative. It gets the people going. So there's that. Okay. Wait, hold on. I just gotta do something real quick. Frowns. Savage love. Okay. Um, so yeah, there's that. So. Who who do you believe, guys? Do you believe the 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 friend, the astrologer friend, who said that Prince Charles said that they didn't really he didn't really love her. I didn't really love you, despite banging your younger sister, older sister. I don't know who is. You know, let's look her up. Who is Lady Sarah? Is she still alive? I, I assume she was, because Princess Diana unfortunately uh, passed away because of that. And you know, I was very young. I don't. When did wait 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 Princess Diana? When did she die? 
And then they made, you know, like Elton John did the, the candle in the wind version for her, which is just fantastic, by the way. 1997. So I was still, I was already alive. I was seven years old ish, give or take. No, I was about to turn seven. I remember it being big, a big thing though. Cause I, even when I was young, I remember people were affected. My mom, I think, I don't think she was like sad, but I just remember my mom kind of was like, Oh, Princess Diana died. Uh, she died because of, you know, they say the paparazzi. And then there's a lot of conspiracy theories behind that. It's just, you know, it's just the paparazzi was chasing the car and the car crashed. Um, but there's that. I wonder, I wonder, I wonder if, okay, the crash also resulted in deaths of her companion, Dodi Fayed, who was an Egyptian film producer and the son of billionaire Mohammed El Fayed. Oh, that sucks. You're the son of a billionaire and you die. I mean, it's a shame if anyone dies, but that sucks. Dude. Imagine you're like, you're like your son of a billionaire and you, you die because of a car crash. That was, that could have been perfectly avoidable. And the driver, Henry Paul, who was acting, the acting security manager of the Hotel Ritz Paris. Diana's bodyguard, Trevor Reese Jones, survived the crash. The televised funeral was watched by an audience that peaked at 32.10 million people, which was one of the UK's highest viewing figures ever. I wonder what beat the funeral of Princess Diana. The 1966 World Cup final, England versus West Germany. And then number two is the funeral of Diana. What else is in here? Uh, Prime Minister Boris Johnson's statement on COVID-19. I did not know Boris Johnson was the Prime Minister of the of, of the UK. Or is it England? I'm not sure. I remember Margaret Thatcher. I remember David... David... Wait, not the magician. David Blair, right? David Blaine's the magician. David Blair is the prime minister. Am I right? Hold on. Hold on. David Blair. David Blaine is the illusionist. David Blair is the, uh, wait, is it David Blair? No, it's not David Blair. Tony Blair. Wait, who's the Blair p- prime minister? Sorry, guys. I'm, I'm, uh, Blair prime minister. Is there a David, Tony Blair? Tony Blair, sorry, not David Blair. Anthony Charles Linton Blair, aka Tony Blair, British politician who served as Prime Minister of the UK from, oh, it's okay, it's UK, not England, 1997 to 2007. You could be, how long can you be Prime Minister? He was Prime Minister for 10 years? What? Yeah, current incumbent is Boris Johnson, who kind of looks like, who does this guy? He looks like an actor. He looks like, not Philip Seymour Hoffman. He looks like somebody. Anyway, that's, that's, wow, I made a lot of content out of Princess Diana and Prince Charles. Okay, sorry, Lady Sarah. Lady Sarah. Shoe fan, is this, is this different? Lady Sarah Diana. I gotta look that up. I'm surprised that wasn't more frowned upon. Or is that something that's common with like monarchs and royalty? Like you just date all of them until you find one that is suitable for the throne. Lady Sarah McCor... Oh my God, how do you say this name? McCorkadale. Lady Elizabeth Sarah Lavinia McCorkadale is one of the two older sisters of Diana, the other being Jane Fellows, Baroness Fellows. What a freaking title, dude. Man, I wonder if they have to introduce you every time. Like if you're Jane, right? And then you're going to a party. 
And then you say, you know, say, hi, I'm JC Tevez. Hi, I'm Jane Fellows, Baroness Fellows of the Baroness Clan of the Fellows Fellowship. I'm just making stuff up now. Um, so Lady Sarah was born with the honorific, the honorable. She acquired the courtesy title Lady in 1975. Educated at Riddlesworth Hall School. What a cool name. I want Riddlesworth Hall School. In Norfolk, Norfolk, which is in England, it's, it now serves as a boarding school. It's located in okay. Here we go. Relationships. Does it say anything about Charles? Charles in here. In 1977, Sarah's relationship with Prince Charles led to the first meeting between Diana. That's so weird, right? Would you date your sibling's boyfriend? It's, I don't know. Did you guys know that? I did not know that. I'm shook if. I mean, I don't think it's a big deal, you know, and they're mature. They're adults, you know, they have, they have castles and shit every, like everyone does. So they probably got over it, you know. Oh, my boyfriend broke up with me for my younger sister. I'm just gonna go retreat into my castle with my servants. Um, what else are we have to talk about here? The PlayStation, I, I think I told you guys on Hala Hala, I was, um, I have budgeted for a Sony PlayStation 5. However, I'm seeing a lot of, um, a lot of mixed reviews about it. Um, but I'm still gonna get it. I'm debating if I should wait for the next model. You know how every console now, every generation of console, whoa, excuse me, has like a, another version, like there's the PlayStation Mini or the, like the, xbox pro or whatever xbox series because it's xbox one and then there's like the xbox x series or some shit like that i forgot what it's called like the pro version of it i'm wondering if i should wait for that one uh so december it comes on december so i'm, I'm kind of excited i don't know if i'm gonna get it off the off the right away off the rip as they say not sure what else did i have listed here on my evernote Laundry, why? Oh, okay. Here's something that I could talk about just for a few minutes. So yesterday I was at work and my boss, Baeng, uh, we were talking about laundry. I, I don't know if I forgot the reason why. And, oh no, cause he was asking, we were talking about coin laundry cause there's a coin laundry here near my, near our building. And, uh, and then we, we kind of, cause he knows about, you know, I talk, I talk to him almost every, every week and I said, and I've only done laundry, if you guys have uh, kept up with the podcast. I've only done laundry, batches of laundry, twice. Uh, I mean, I send it to the laundromat where I get it done. But from March until last month when I last did it, I've only done it twice. So I, I we were talking about like the logistics of that. Every four months, I did laundry. So we were talking like, how much underwear do you have? And, uh, you know, we were doing the math and then you account for occasional side A, side B. Uh, you, you account for the maybe two or three days that you're just at home and you're not sweating. Even though you should change your underwear every day. Come on. Come on. Tell me there were not days where you wore the same underwear for two days. Maybe three. Four is pushing it. But if you side B that shit, I could, I'll, I will forgive you. But so we were just doing the math about it. And it's like, damn. Also, we, we, you know, the revelations that you haven't worn, I haven't, at least for me, I haven't worn pants probably in eight months. Maybe I've worn pants twice. Uh, polo shirts or like button up shirts. I, I haven't really worn 
ever since March. Shoes, I don't really wear. I mean, I wear sometimes, you know, um, occasionally Adidas. Ah, shout out Adidas. Adidas. I've worn my Adidas shoes a few times, but mostly it's my Sanuks, which are open, like the back is open. It's like slippers, but they're closed toe, closed toe chinelas. And socks, I don't even really wear socks either. You know, I've only probably had maybe worn maybe 10 pairs of socks in the last eight months. It's crazy. It's crazy what staying at home will do for your 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 fashion sense and yeah i i I am not saying that you shouldn't dress up i feel like it's a good it's good for your mental health and etc etc is nice but for me i i've never been a fashionable guy never been a fashion fashion forward i i I, well maybe i would be is it fashion forward if you just dress like a homeless guy like i do most of the time is that fashion forward i mean it could be that's sometimes people like that shit you ever seen like the Shia LaBeouf look, the the homeless Shia LaBeouf look? People dress, try to dress up like him. And I've been doing that since high school. So you know Shia LaBeouf, as much as I love him, can suck it, bro, because that was my look. Boom! Before I uh, I just I just I kid I kid. Um, is there anything else? That's what I have listed on my uh, on my thing. How often do you guys do laundry? You know, just out of curiosity, because before when I was you know when I was when the world was was covid free i was doing laundry once a month give or take but now every 4 months which means that i've worn my stuff maybe 4 times longer than i should have which is kind of disgusting but you know uh I, i'm still sexy right <laughs> just kidding mm-hmm. oh i'm seeing here on reddit all i want for christmas is you re-enters spotify global top 50 at number 49. And uh, Mariah Carey is back. So Mariah Carey is pretty much the world's Jose Maria Chan, right? When it comes during Christmas time. Like, it's the song. And TBH, I'm not a fan of Jose Maria Chan's Christmas songs. I think it sucks. <laughs> what a hater. No, I just, I'm not, a, I don't like the song. I don't like, I don't like Christmas in our hearts or whatever. I, I think it's, it's, it, it's not catchy. And it doesn't make me want to sing like Mariah's All I Want for Christmas. It doesn't make me want to dance. You know, selling lanterns, making toys. You know, it's, it's got a nice, man. I'm not saying the song's, no, okay, wait. Let me, let me, let me backtrack a little bit. The song has a good message. Very, you know, it's got a Pinoy thing too, like lanterns, uh, blah, blah, blah. I just, I would not listen to it for fun. You know, it's good for setting the mood, I guess, you know, at Christmas parties. But if I want to have a, you know, my kind of Christmas party involves Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas is You. That's how it is. Actually, all the upbeat Christmas songs I love. You know, Jingle Bell Rock is great. Uh, what's the other one? Um, Jingle Bell, Jingle Bell. No, the other one. Uh, Winter Wonderland is one of my favorites. I also like, there's this one more modern one. From Straight No Chaser, and I forgot who the girl is. It's called Text Me Merry Christmas. I think it's Kristen Bell. Text Me Merry Christmas. Let me look it up. Text Me Merry Christmas. Text Me Merry Christmas. Straight No Chaser featuring who, though? There's a girl. That's right. Kristen Bell. Look at your memory serving you. Well, I heard, I actually heard this song for the first time here on RX at the theater, or at the, at the radio station three years ago. 
maybe f- four years ago. I'm not sure. Wow, it came out in 2014, so it's not even that new. Oh, really? Hold on, hold on. Where's this? Here we go. Here, just like. See, stuff like that. I cannot vibe like that to Jose Marie Chan. What's the name of that song? I know he has other Christmas songs, but Jose Marie Chan Christmas song, Christmas in Our Hearts. It's just, it's just like a, I don't even know how to describe it. It's not sad. It's just, it's very, it's like a song that you would hear at church. Nothing wrong with church song. I'm just, I fell asleep at church growing up. <laughs> oh man, there's also a great um, Winter Wonderland version of because you know I said I like Winter Wonderland, but there's so many versions. I like the one with it's a mashup with uh, "Don't Worry, Be Happy." I think it's Tori Kelly and Pentatonix. That's fantastic too. It goes. Winter Wonderland. Pentatonix, great version with, with, uh, what's her name? Uh, I just said it. Fuck. Tori Kelly. Here we go. Listen, the first part's really cool. Such a good version. Come on, sing. Sing, sing, sing. We're happy tonight. I'll probably talk more about Christmas songs in December. I love I love Christmas songs, but I I prefer the upbeat ones. Uh, but I do like some. Okay, so you, okay, maybe, fuck it. Maybe I'll just talk about it now. Nah, well, I'll probably talk about it again. But I'll just since we're on the topic, which slow Christmas songs do you like, JC? I really like Santa's. I know Grown Up Christmas List. I feel like that is a very it's a very relatable song, especially the older that, I, you know, when I got older, I really appreciated the message of the song because the lyrics go like, no more lives torn apart at wars would never start and time would heal all hearts. Oh, songer. What are the other? Uh, you know what? I'll save it for December. I will save it. I, I will remember that because, you know, Christmas songs. But that's I, oh, wow! I'm 38 minutes. You know what? I have overstayed my welcome on, in your earbuds today, boys and girls. Um, I will catch you all on Friday. I'm going to release unless there's another typhoon. Knock on wood. Hopefully, it doesn't happen. I hear that there's more typhoons coming. Going to make windfall or landfall rather. Uh, hopefully, it doesn't fuck up. You know. Hopefully, it doesn't happen. Hopefully, hopefully, Mother Nature has some mercy on on our country. But until then, stay safe. Uh, please feel free to message me on uh, the Instagram, Tevez of the Best. Shout out to some people who listen to me, who message me. Shout out to Arby, who who, who always uh, posts on his stories that he li- he's listening to my thoughts. Catching up with Kuya JC's thoughts or some shit like that. I love it. Um, and to everyone, please, please message me on Tevez of the Best Instagram. Follow it as well. Uh, also, my personal if you want to hit me up there. But don't message me on that one. Just message me on the podcast Instagram because I will see that right away. And I will most likely reply unless you bash me. And even if you bash me, I might reply. But we'll, we'll see. <laughs> that being said, take it easy. I'll catch you all on Friday. Listen to Hala Hala Show Mix number 95 as well as The Lechica, which is out tomorrow. And take it easy. Catch you all 
Friday and see you. Say it with me. Later. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.